Hello and welcome. It's time to be kind and unwind. I'm your host, Sarah B. I'm always looking for ways that I can simplify my life and reduce stress. Aren't we all? So today we're going to explore the art of minimalism and decluttering your home. You may have heard about this movement in the last five years. And here today, I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Lori Miners, who also manages a Facebook group that I'm part of called Joy Beyond the Walls. Hey, Lori. Hi, so glad to be here. So glad to have you. Um, just a quick background for our listeners here. I have been part of your group, I think, since February when you launched it this year. Is that when you launched? Yeah, I think it was in February and you were one of our uh, first members. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. Um, so Lori and I have a funny connection. Her husband um, is an identical twin and I went to college with him and his twin brother. And my claim to fame with their family is I was the first person they switched places on in class. Um, So we always joke about that. So I knew uh, Tom and Mike from Liberty and then uh, Lori and Tom, or Lori and Mike, when did you all get married? Was it 10 years ago now or? Yeah, it'll be 10 years this fall. That's incredible. So um, it's funny, I haven't actually met Lori officially in person, but we've become definitely Facebook friends and kind of uh, advocates for the minimalism approach to managing your home. So I just, I'd really love to give Lori a chance to kind of bring us up to speed on how she got uh, started on this journey and like what things look like for her today. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I guess, you know, I like to tell people a little bit uh, of the background of how I got started. Um, I was working more than full time in an office job and um, Mike and I were married and we lived in a small house um, in a little town. and. Um, you know, I just basically had my house, like every nook and cranny and corner and closet, like crammed with all of everything. You know, we, we got married when we were uh, 30, so we had both had a, a long time to start collecting all the junk that <laughs> And, um, but you know, <clears throat> it just got to be uh, to a point where, so we had uh, two children, um, we have two sons and they're, they are, uh, six and four now, but you know, after the um, our second son was born, and I was still working, um, and I just felt like I was, you know, just treading water with my nose above the water, and I was like not getting anywhere, not accomplishing anything that I had always hoped to with having a home and having a family and all that stuff. And <clears throat> so, um, a good friend of mine. Um, Christy, who uh, watched my children a couple days of the week while I was working, um, you know, I would I would come to pick up my kids and kind of, you know, vent to her and, and like lament how I just felt so overwhelmed and so exhausted, and I was also suffering from some uh, postpartum depression at that mm-hmm. time, and so she just like on a whim said, "Why don't you guys just?" you know, move in with us and you can quit your job and just like get rid of all your stuff and it'll be crazy and you can just like reset your life and whatever and you know, like it was kind of a joke when she first suggested it, but (laughs) um, I don't know if she thought I would take her seriously, (laughs) but um, you know, it took a while to get to that point 
Um, and of course, she was encouraging me to, to quit my job right off the bat. But I still thought, well, maybe I'll, maybe we can do this and we'll save money because, you know, we were also kind of living paycheck to paycheck. And it was just like every way that we could be kind of right on the brink of feeling just completely everything was going to fall apart. Yeah. That's what we were. So, um, you know, I, I went to this uh, conference. It was a women's business conference, actually. And I, I spoke with this one, it was like a life coach. And it was a little unusual because you would think at a business, you know, kind of thing. I was actually sent there by the company I worked for. It would be all about like how to be a better employee and whatever. But when I told her, even just five minutes into kind of my my uh, situation and my history and my hopes and dreams and all that, the, even the woman, even the life coach at the business conference said, I think you should quit your job. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> um, so... You know, it was, I was still a little bit of a holdout, but I, I knew I had to make a big change. So basically, um, I, you know, I had already t- been trying to get a little on the ball. I had watched um, a documentary by The Minimalists on uh, Netflix. It was just called Minimalism, I think. And it was pretty inspiring. And then, of course, there was the Marie Kondo mm. kind of years ago. So I had like pulled out all of the clothes in my closet, but really I just felt like my house was more messy than ever because I wasn't really um, in the place yet where I was letting go of things. I was just really trying to organize my clutter and that was not working. So um, so we finally decided to just go for it and we rented a dumpster and we got rid of, uh, you know, altogether at that point, I would say probably 50% of our, our things wow that's donated. huge yeah we, we had you know people took things that would be helpful you know for, for them in their homes or whatever we donated a ton but we got like the largest dumpster that they had available and we filled that thing like overflowing oh. and uh so that was december 2019 and we moved in with our friends and we had um so like i said my husband and our two children and we lived in one uh, bedroom mm-hmm. and we faced the kitchen in the back and there was one bathroom with like nine people living in the house. It was pretty crazy. And then of course, um, you know, we how could we ever have imagined that just a few months later there would be a global pandemic and then we would all be stuck in the house and it was Ugh. just more crazy than we ever imagined. Um, that is crazy, especially the timing of it too. And then you realize you can't just like go somewhere. You're stuck at home. <laughs> wow. So, now I think I guess to like, you know, it get sort of to where I am now. That was you know um, December 2019. So. I did end up quitting my job in January of that year, so I my timing was good in that way because I kind of got out right before all the crazy stuff with COVID made all the workplaces be just you know crazy. Mm-hmm. And of course, we had lots of big plans like we were gonna, you know, make all these YouTube videos and like you know remodel her house and like plant a huge garden and do all this amazing stuff. But then I think what we just sort of ended up doing was being with each other during that time and supporting each other in just you know keeping our families sane and mm-hmm. functioning and and you know just being a like a, a support when things got stressful um, you know because it, it was just 
isolation and you know everything changing and kids missing out on activities and stuff and so it was it was uh, a fortuitous thing for us to be there in many ways and uh, it was definitely an eye-opening experience for my family in a lot of ways um you know good and bad <laughs> we're <laughs> friends i do need to just say um, that's great we, we made it through uh, and we are still very close um but so then when we moved out it was the following december so this was a few uh kind of six-ish months ago um we found an apartment and it's you know not a very big apartment but when we moved in we realized that we still had a lot more stuff than we kind of wanted to have and so as we unpacked and got settled and I realized that I'm, I'm setting up this space that I can give myself permission to only put in my space what I really want there and what I really need there and so I started taking pictures and putting them on Facebook and sharing you know my my uh, process of getting rid of things and then I just kind of felt so great that I mm. decided share that with other people and try to encourage other people to to work towards this too and now um you know <clears throat> I just have uh, I have a very uh functional very clean and very uh stress-free home and you know even my children who like I said are six and four um they have told me that they like it and they mm-hmm. they like that we clean up the the bedroom every night before we go to bed and they like that they have room to play and stuff and you know it's it's just overall been the best thing for my family and I'm, I'm really glad that we've made this uh, this transition that's incredible was it hard at first to get um your husband on board or was he realizing the need for it as well because he grew up in a big family too so he was probably used to a lot of cluttering chaos at home yeah um you know it wasn't hard but I think that he has um had you know his own kind of version of the struggles of letting go of things. I mean, we each have our our areas where we find it the most difficult. Like he's really big into electronics and computers and you know all that stuff that goes along with it. So he's got the classic you know drawer full of random charging cords. <laughs> I you know want him to let go. But you know I think that once he started to see the benefit of um, the spaces that I kind of took charge of and, and did uh, minimize a lot he, he realized that it was totally worth you know like just making that taking that plunge and, and getting cutting the cord <laughs> yeah absolutely and then you realize you don't want to bring more stuff into your home and I think one of the things when I started five years ago uh, and I haven't been you know if you saw where I'm sitting right now you'd laugh because it's not exactly decluttered at the moment but <laughs> when I first took the minimalist course um, there was a course online that I took. I think it was reasonably priced, but it wasn't. It was definitely worth more than um, I paid. Um, one thing that I I really um, noticed is now when I get if I get a new item of clothing, I it has to replace two others or three others. Like it's not just I have a, I don't want a net add to my closet. So if I'm going to if I need a new piece, let's say I've outgrown it or different style, whatever, I have to be able, willing to let go of things that I haven't worn. And that way it doesn't just keep growing and growing. And I think that with other items too, it helps like in the kitchen, you know, stuff you haven't used or containers that are old and crusty, get rid of them if you're <laughs> gonna get something new to replace them. And I think it is, it's more helpful. There's less decisions to make. And one of my podcasts is on decision fatigue. And when you have less items to deal with, 
um, the decisions become easier. <laughs> so you have less options to go through. So Absolutely. have you considered the, I mean, cause I'm not working right now, so I don't need like a work road. I kind of, I quit my job in January, 2020 as well. Um, one of my jobs, but, um, now that I'm at home, it's like, I don't really need a capsule wardrobe, but I always found that interesting people that just maybe got 33 pieces that they just mix and match. Have you thought about doing that? Um, you know, I have thought about it. I, I feel like clothing is, um, it's still one of the areas that I have probably more than I need and definitely more than I want to have. Um, like, you know, s similarly, I don't work in an office anymore. I definitely still have, you know, business casual uh, clothing that I, I barely wear, if ever. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, there, there is always that feeling of, um, you know, I spent money on this or it still fits me. It's still technically good or functional or whatever. And it's it's hard to, you know, make that decision or, or you know, kind of get yourself to that place where you're ready to let go of those things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think I've um, I've taken the approach. Uh, I, I have a lot of, like, influences. I, I follow, you know, a number of people on like, YouTube and Facebook and things. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned um, is, you know, you can look at it kind of like an onion, you know, and, and mm. you can give yourself permission to you know, not just expect perfection the first time you, you go through all your stuff, the first pass through, you know, just get rid of a few things, get rid of the easy things, the, the, the kind of no-brainer thing, well, this doesn't fit, or this has a hole in it, or whatever, and that's, you know, that's simple, so start there, and then maybe the next time around, you can make some tougher decisions, and, you know, you kind of build up that muscle of being able to let go more easily. Uh, you know each time you know. I love that analogy yeah it's like you don't want to just jump into a full-on workout you want to gradually get there that's awesome yeah. and it is like a, definitely a mental muscle too like making decisions about letting things go making peace with it one funny thing I think it's Marie Kondo does this on some of her episodes of her tv show on Netflix but <laughs> when she like gets rid of like a special item or helps someone get let go of it she like thanks it for its service or something like that and, like thank you and then bless and release it kind of thing and yeah. it is kind of neat like I've done that with stuffed animals and like stuff that's sentimental value like thank you for what you've done for me and I'm gonna let you go now you know? <laughs> and it's just kind of a fun thing um to help I, I love you I in fact my husband had um he had this like dingy old teddy bear that he just got rid of maybe a month ago and he wanted our kids so badly to you know have the same kind of emotional like attachment to it that he had with <laughs> It's just gross and, you know, the eyeball is missing and whatever. <laughs> but, like, I, I encouraged him to go through that kind of process. And he, like, you know, he kind of gave it a hug and I took a picture of him. And, you know, he said goodbye and thank you and all that stuff. And it, it seems a little, like, a little awkward at first when you, you like, start that kind of uh, habit or that, that kind of thing. But it really can help, you know. I yeah. Mean, things do serve a purpose and sometimes you know they are very helpful to us but there's also the flip side which is that if it's just sitting in a cabinet or a closet or a box it's also not fulfilling its purpose right so, and you know pass it on to someone else who might get more benefit from it you're also kind of honoring those things in allowing them to fulfill their purpose too exactly and it's, you're not um begrudging something that's taking up space that you love you're able to just let it go um because you're not using it anymore 
And I definitely, I think that the best part of um, the way we were able to interact is um, having a group. So the minimalist uh, course I took, they do talk about accountability groups. And the reason it's so important is like, I was inspired when you did your kitchen clean out, was it like two weeks ago now? I was like, not even, I, I, there's no way I was gonna clean my fridge. I was like, there's no way I can do it. And then I saw you do it. And I was like, you know what? She's got two kids, I have zero kids. Um, so there's three, you know, three more, you know, two more people in her. I can do this. And I did it. And I didn't think I could. And then it felt good because I had stated the intention on the page. I posted a really embarrassing, like, this is a real check of what my fridge looks like right now. And I was like, and I got to make changes. So because I did that, like accountability wise, I was like, all right, I have to do something now. I've just shown the, like this group of people, like how ridiculous things look in my fridge. And it just inspired me to like, make changes and you had some great ideas um we love the leftover bin so on the top shelf stuff from like that we want to use up from the last couple of days goes in that nice little bin and husband can run down on his work break he works from home he can run down there grab something easily find it it doesn't get lost in the back of the fridge and in those two weeks like it's been it's like super cheesy but it's been like a joy to open my refrigerator and see my little turntable with a pineapple etched on it like this like cool thing that I got, like a turntable to make things easier. And I like have joy when I open my refrigerator. <laughs> so that was really cool. I'm, I'm so glad that you, you use the word joy because I think, you know, my, my page, um, my group on Facebook is called Joy Beyond the Walls. And we, um, Christy and I kind of came up with that uh, name together, but, you know, I think I've really kind of taken it further and you know we, we feel like we've, we've got these spaces these homes these rooms and whatever and it's you know we're inside these walls and especially for the past year um, in quarantine we've, we've been really stuck within these walls a lot but you know you can you know you just you, you can give yourself permission you can take the steps even if they feel really big or scary or drastic to really just cultivate uh, an environment of joy in your space and it can just be so life-changing and so you know beneficial just overall mental health emotional health even physical health you know and mm. it, it's just it's just such a better feeling than all the alternatives uh, so and you see the difference too in such a short period of time for you all in the last two years I mean things have completely transformed um, and that's what's nice about this. It can make changes very quickly. It doesn't take, you know, weight loss for me, it takes forever, right? But with this, it's like within two weeks, I'm already feeling so much better about, you know, that area of my home and um, my closets. I did my closets the other night after watching one of your videos when you did your purse clean out. I did my closet and I was like, wow, I actually don't mind opening the closet anymore. <laughs> so, um, but I think the group, like when you can get ideas from other people, you realize you're not alone. Uh, it's nothing to be ashamed of. We all have clutter. We all have uh, things we need. And just having like like-minded people that want to make changes. And it's, I think it's a really positive group, but there's never any at all any shaming. I know a lot of the minimalist groups I had originally joined, like just with strangers, people I didn't know, it was kind of like shaming people if they posted something that, you know, but in our group, it's like a bunch of people that care about each other and care about the common goal. And I just, it's really uplifting. Um, yeah. You know, well. I think it's important, I think, you know, to keep in mind that not everybody even has the same goal. Like, you know, I, I definitely tend to be more 
on the minimalist side. I don't even know that I would call myself an, like a full-blown minimalist, but I mean, I have kids. It's hard to be a minimalist. <laughs> I bet. But, you know, I think that the, the goal is to really just cultivate the space that you want. And, you know, um, one of the things that I've learned in all of my like, reading and watching of, of other people's, uh, you know, help channels and whatever is um, there's like a threshold. Everybody has a clutter threshold or just a, a possession threshold. And, you know, that's going to be different for everybody. So I might be able to handle more or less than you and you know we we shouldn't expect it to be the same so I would never uh, I would never want to make someone feel ashamed or like that you know there's something wrong if they want to keep three more mugs than I want to keep in my cabinet or something (laughs) numbers and the things like that are really arbitrary the goal should be um, like I said joy and, and peace and you know less stress less chaos less clutter and, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's that's awesome I love the threshold idea that we all do have different thresholds it's hard when your spouse has a different threshold but <laughs> that's the only one you really get to worry about people in your household <laughs> but um I I really love it and so what I like about your group for I, at least I, I think you just started the challenges in June um but I think was it June uh based on the number of the month so the first of June second of June it was to declutter that many things or um is that are you doing a similar challenge for July yeah so um, in June you know I, I tried to structure it out it was the first time I, I kind of set it up that way but it did seem to go well I had a daily challenge which was um to just get rid of one thing each day um I I think this month I'm doing um it's it's based on the minimalists uh approach it's called the, the minimalism game actually and so on the first of the month you get rid of one thing and on the second you get rid of two and so on and by the end of the month you get rid of something like 487 things or whatever wow but it's just it's a gradual build-up so like i said before it you know helps you kind of develop that muscle of like getting rid of things and it does get easier although it can get overwhelming so that's why last month we just kind of you know scaled it back and just tried to do one thing each day mm-hmm. but then also i have a, a weekly challenge so last month we had um yeah, like I did my pocketbook, um, I did some, my refrigerator, I did some paper clutter, and then hidden clutter like in a cabinet or a closet or something like that. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I encouraged people to maybe choose one larger project for the month, which I didn't specify, you know, I just kind of leave that up to everybody. Um, so I completed my project last night, um, and it's pretty good. So this month for uh, for the month of June, I do have a similar plan. So um, for the daily challenge, I'm encouraging everybody to try and take five minutes a day to declutter um, just anything within that five minutes and literally just use, you know, a kitchen timer or your phone or whatever and set a timer for five minutes. And when the alarm goes off, just you have permission to stop. Obviously, you also have permission to keep going if you're on a roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you know, five minutes is just so quick. And but if you do that every day, you know, I think you'll find you can really make some noticeable change by the end of the month. Okay. Um, so, and then for our weekly 
um, projects this month. I'm going to focus on the kitchen overall, but I'm going to break it down into different areas of the kitchen. I did already, uh, like I said, I went over fridges uh, this past month, but we're going to work on um, pantries and food storage area, like under the sink and cleaning supplies, that kind of thing. Um, you know, dishes, mugs and cups and like that kind of stuff and then pots and pans and like small appliances and whatever. So that's going to be great. Yeah. I think that, that because like we tend to accumulate stuff in the kitchen because we, we think we might use it once in a while and then we never end up using it. So it can be a lot of hidden stuff in the back, in the back cabinet or something. I, I'm a big, I love to cook and bake. So I've gotten a lot of gifts and like things all those little gadgets over the years so it's probably one of the areas where I have already uh, gotten rid of the most stuff but I still probably have more than a lot of people <laughs> and I think that's why I you know I also I've been doing uh, Facebook live videos for each of these areas um, once a week to share my process and you know I know that for a lot of people my home probably already looks you know a lot different than theirs but I do want to just kind of encourage people and show them that even for me it's still an ongoing process and you know even even if it's uh, feels very far away that it's you know you can start and you can just keep going and take whatever uh, you know inspiration you can from my uh, sharing all of my <laughs> my <laughs> stuff <laughs> yeah i think it is really helpful for people and um it's great to see people getting more involved like sharing photos and asking questions and i really like that it's just a great group so thank you so much for you know having this vision and being brave enough to go through that i know a lot of people at least when i started doing live videos when i was selling makeup it was hard because you know it's not necessarily something that comes naturally but it can actually be a really great tool um to not feel so isolated since we can't see a lot of people in person since i've moved away from my friends that are in massachusetts it's great to be able to see people live and have that personal connection and see them in real time and um it's just been i know maybe maybe wasn't your comfort zone but you do a great job and it seems like it is now but i'm sure most people aren't comfortable just being on camera um so i really think that's cool that you've been doing that uh, consistently so yeah I think it's a little nerve-wracking I will admit but I think you know the more I do it the the more comfortable I'm getting and um you know it's it's also accountability for me too so that that's helpful you know I know that I'm going to be showing people my kitchen cabinets or whatever it, it does inspire and motivate me to stay on top of it as well because you know, I'm, I'm obviously still a, a person who <laughs> has bad habits and whatever, so um, it's good. And yeah, that, that kind of mutual accountability and motivation and encouragement is uh, what I was hoping for with the group, and I'm, I'm thrilled with how it's going so far. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Lori. I hope we can connect again. Maybe you can come back in a month or whatever you'd like to do. It'd just be great. I know this is a topic that some people are curious about, but it's scary to dive in if you, you know, have never explored it before. So I'm going to post a couple of links. Um, I'll, you know, on the, the uh, maybe some resources that you have that you post in a group. And then if people want to join the group, they can find you. They can request to join uh, Joy Beyond the Walls on Facebook. Is that correct? Yep, Joy Beyond the Walls. It's a, awesome. a Facebook, and yeah, we would love to have you. 
Great. Well, thank you so much, Lori. I really appreciate your time today. I hope that you have a great rest of your day. And it's just been really, oh, one more question because it's the Be Kind Unwind podcast. What is your favorite? You're already a very kind person, so we already know that. But what is your favorite way to unwind at the end of a busy day? Hmm. Um, well, I, I love to drink tea out of a beautiful mug um, and to snuggle with my children. Oh, <laughs> that's so perfect. That's the the Hugo word, the H-Y-G-G. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right, great. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I hope that you'll join us again soon. Thank you. Right, you take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> been listening to Be Kind Unwind with Sarah B. If you like today's episode, please feel free to share it. Join the conversation. You can do that by clicking the box with the arrow pointing up. Send it to anyone that you wish. You can also send me a voice message if you're on the Anchor app. Thanks so much for your support. Mm-hmm.